Hello, everyone. Welcome to You, Me, Them, Everybody. My name is Brandon Weatherby. This episode is all about RuPaul's Drag Race All-Stars Season 5 with our good, good friends Stephanie Haas and Lisa Traeger. Uh, Lisa and Stephanie were on the show very recently talking about the finale of Season 12 of RuPaul's Drag Race. Uh, Since All-Stars started the next week, we decided to do it. Uh, Keep talking about it because in 2020, one of the few bright spots is RuPaul's Drag Race, both regular edition and All-Stars. We are in no way ignoring what's going on in the real world, and I'd say 20 of the 30 minutes are probably about not RuPaul's Drag Race, All-Stars Season 5. So uh, whether you want to know our thoughts about Shea Coulee or not, uh, they're all here, kind of, sort of, maybe. Just so you know, we have a Patreon account. You could find that on youmethemeverybody.com. About it's on the about page. Uh, if you're listening to this in Spotify, that's where you're gonna find it. If you're listening to this in iTunes or on youmethemeverybody.com, it's right there in the podcast description. Because I don't know about you guys, uh, everyone's very, very rich these days, and um, just just throwing that out there. Everyone's got a ton of money. Uh, we have a Patreon account. So episode one, season five. RuPaul's Drag Race All-Stars with Stephanie Haas and Lisa Traeger. Let's start with <laughs> Stephanie. Um, this uh, season five of All-Stars premiered uh, this Friday night on VH1. I think I was the only one of the three of us watching it live because uh, unlike uh, uh, YouTube Patriots, I was not able to go attend any protests for child reasons. Uh, I think you two were out. Stephanie, what did you do uh, since we last spoke? Oh, I was not protesting on Friday uh, I was making a very elaborate charcuterie board for my boyfriend's birthday. <laughs> wow. Thanks for grounding us back <laughs> and setting the, not just this country, but this entire world of wonder back decades. <laughs> He's not a drag race fan, so we couldn't be watching live. So you... I mean, I've been, I've protested other nights. I took that night off to eat salami. That's fair. That seems also like a very okay thing to do if you're a fan of draggers. I think I've eaten salami in the last five days as well. Uh, how have the protests been in Chicago, Illinois? Um, so there have been some really big marches. There were a, a couple uh, that started from Union Park this weekend that were um, – there were there were two. I think one was like 15,000 on, on Friday night, and then there was one on Saturday that was twenty or 30,000. I have not gone to those because I have uh, I have asthma and chronic bronchitis, um, so I'm trying to avoid the big crowd. So I've I've just been going to uh, the ones that are happening in Logan Square, which are much smaller. But now, uh, the ones in Logan Square, if I think they're across the street from your house. Yes, so I I hear them all the time. They've been today. They started early. Usually they start around uh, six or seven, but they've been going all day today. Uh, and are and cops are outside of your. <laughs> Uh, your entryway? Um, I mean, they're in the little parking lot outside. Okay. Does that make you feel yeah. safer? Oh, of course not. Okay, good. Uh, just wanted to ask how you felt about that. Lisa, uh, you were in Los Angeles, California, Hollywood, California. Have you been going to any protests? I have, yeah. I started with a small one in Highland Park, and we were just like on the side of the road, under 100 people and people honking. And then, and that was really nice and a good start because COVID is still real, but I don't know. Um, So then on Saturday, I went to Pan Pacific Park and it was um, organized by 
um, this black writer named Shantira and like a bunch of black female artists and writers and actresses. And it was amazing. And it was giant. And we marched to the West Hollywood Sheriff's building and got to, you know, yell at some officers for a while. And then we did have a margarita in West Hollywood because the restaurants <laughs> are open. So we had a post, uh, a post-march booze, but it was amazing. And there was like cars in the mix of it and everyone's giving away water and granola bars and sunblock and like um, people blasting fuck Trump, um, that song from mm -hmm. their cars. And, it, and there was pizza, it was just like beautiful, amazing. And then yesterday it was, uh, the photos from it are insane. I was towards the front, so I didn't really see, but there was 20,000 people. My friends were in Glendale, my friends were in Highland Park the day before I feel like in LA there's at least five every day and even I, the Compton Cowboys people are going to Compton and there's all these guys and horses and marching and it just seems so huge and amazing how many people are out do either of you worry that f having fun at these things will be perceived incorrectly or perceived as you just being a callous white person I don't know if it was fun. I went by myself yesterday. Um, I'm there to be a body to, and that's it. Um, but I can't lie to say that the day before when I went with a few friends that it was different. Yeah. Uh, and I, and I went to drink with two black people as well, but that doesn't mean that I'm not a callous white person or whatever, but like I was, <laughs> there were black people in my group. <laughs> so I don't know. Uh, I don't know if you guys saw this. Uh, yesterday evening, uh, Utah Senator Mitt Romney was marching in Washington D.C. The fact that this has gone from uh, last Monday, literally last Monday, uh, the Donald uh, sending in uh, the tear gas and troops to b break up peaceful protests to six days later have a Republican senator be on this side. Uh, does that make you feel any different about protesting? I was scared. Like, that's the thing. And I have, like, numbers written on my arms. And then when you're out there and it's, like, so chill, you're like, this is humiliating. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, I, like, I had goggles in my fanny pack ready to be tear gassed. But I was scared. And so if, you know, if their goal was to intimidate and scare people, they did. But I still went. So I don't know. But... The, I think our army guards are leaving like mm -hmm. less and less tanks are on the streets. Mm -hmm. um, but the scariest thing I had to walk home an hour by myself and because I, I was wearing an ice cube shirt and like my sign and cops were driving by and I was just alone on this hour walk. And it's like, I never had felt fear against the police before, but it it was, it was like, Oh, they could do what they wanted. Um, for sure. <laughs> uh, Stephanie, you mentioned the health aspect of this, and this ties back to Drag Race uh, All-Stars Season 5. This season was supposed to be on Showtime, but due to COVID, they decided, screw it, let's put it on VH1, let the people that have basic cable see this. Uh, d did you feel more or less concerned about your health the longer uh, this goes on, the more protests there are? Um. I think I'm getting uh, more lackadaisical about it, and I don't I don't know if that's good or not. Um, yeah, I mean, I definitely a few weeks ago wouldn't have even entertained the idea of of going to the 
the biggest protest that I have gone to, which was maybe uh, 200 people. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I've, I've only been seeing my boyfriend and people who work at the co-op. Yeah. Uh, so that was, that was a huge departure, but yeah, again, it's like, we, we all have to do as much as we humanly can right now. And that was my limit this last week. And maybe, next week it'll get bigger i don't know um and what i keep hearing from i'm not sure but lisa but what i keep no what i keep hearing and seeing is like this is a really long journey this isn't like three weeks and we're done this isn't yeah this might take months years so like don't tie yourself out like i'm taking a couple days off i'll be back wednesday but like um it is a long journey and also there's other ways to contribute without protesting and those ways are super valid like i don't think everyone has to protest i just don't have money right now you know or like uh but some people are making phone calls some people can donate some people are you know handing out bottles of water like there's just so many different ways the beauty of drag yeah, race to me donating tons of money we've been like oh sorry go ahead. no no please please, please. Go, donating tons of money oh no i oh and and like setting up We've 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 worked we've got like three different new Slack groups at work going right now, like trying to figure out how to abolish the police. <laughs> well, that's what's funny. Our friend CJ Teledano, he was like, "Remember last month when we were online, being like, pick only three Gatorades, only three pizzas. What's your favorite three fast foods?" And now we're like, demolish the police and end race, like uh, you know, fucking brutality and beating. I don't know. It's it got. Um, it has been serious for so many people, but just thinking back to when I was just doing gift things on Instagram to now is pretty crazy. The beauty yeah, about so drag race to I agree. me and to okay. most people is that the personal is political and you don't need to say what you believe when you're on drag race if you're at a drag show because your attendance is already proof that you're on this side of history. Now, it seems to me things like All-Star Season 5 are more relevant than ever that when things are like this stuff like drag race all-star season five becomes so much more gratifying and satisfying but i'm a little bit afraid to talk about it like we would any other season because of what's going on in the outside world like we said before we were going to do this on saturday we're not doing it until monday i feel like it's an okay time like there's been enough distance since the airing of it and i don't think we're stepping on anyone's toes do you to feel comfortable talking about all-stars right now i do yeah yeah also i i will say this i think this is a kind of a season full of redemption like there are a couple of people who i don't really understand why they're back so soon blair st Clair. Mm-hmm. um but <laughs> she's hot though yes agreed she, she's extremely hot but she's and also funny. only like what 22 23 now like 24 and 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 24 is not old in regular drag race but no one else is in their 20s in this season yeah i just i prefer to see people you know develop their point of view a little bit longer okay so let's talk about but look there's all these people there's all these people from these earlier seasons Mm -hmm. there's all these queens of color from earlier seasons who like did not get their due because they were on the uh, you know Vaseline filtered logo days. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I didn't. I don't really know Juju B at all, and she <gasps> oh sounded God. amazing. Oh, Juju B is great. You're gonna. I, I think you're gonna like Juju B. Juju B is my. Oh, I already one. do. Yeah. Let's do really quick. <laughs> let's do really quick. I'm assuming neither of you wanted Derek Barry to win. 
No. No. Okay, cool. So Derek Beer is already out. Who do you who who that is left do you want to win? I'm just shocked that his whole point was I'm gonna come back and show you what more I have and then did Britney again. It's really disappointing. And then was like, that's who I am. It's like, okay, if that's who you are, that's who you are. But why was your goal to come back and do something different and then do Britney again? It's just weird. Okay, but how do you not do Britney when you've literally had facial reconstruction surgery to look like Britney? How do you not do Britney then? Then don't go on the show. Fair point, fair point. Let's go with people we actually like. Who do you want to win? You each get one pick. Lisa, who do you want to win as of right now? This could change week to week. Uh, can I? Okay, I'm going to say before I even watch that, an episode, Shea Coulee. Sure. Post watching Alexis Mateo. Okay. Uh, Stephanie? Shea Coulee. Okay, I was Shea Coulee, but now that I know that Alexis is 40 and like talking about it and gain weight, I'm 100% Alexis Mateo, but I think Shea Coulee could actually and most likely will be. I, I'm back and forth. I'm going to go with Alexis. I'm going to lock in Alexis. You two are Shay. Why do all three No, I work? said Alexis. Oh, I you did say Alexis. I apologize. So why do we yeah. all like Alexis and Shay? They're good. They're sweet. They're funny. They're vibrant. They're talented. I don't know. They're performing. Did you watch Shay's? You didn't watch Shay's original season. Did you say that? I did. Oh, oh, Okay. Yeah, I wanted oh, yeah, her to I got win. I confused by the before watching. Great, yeah. I haven't um, watched Miss Cracker's full season. I have to find a way to watch season ten for free. But Miss um, Cracker, I don't really know. I only watched one episode, and then my MTV seven day trial ran out. So <laughs> I like Miss Cracker quite a bit. I'm. I like oh yeah, I think I like everyone her a lot. on this show, except the winner of uh, last week's challenge, India Farah, who I know very, very little about. I remember watching season three, but she was eliminated so early and I don't follow them like uh, Stephanie might. Stephanie, should I know who India Farah was other than her very brief run on season three? I, I don't know of her other than the run on season three and what they have been talking okay. about. Uh, I, I don't know if I just haven't been paying enough attention or if she is that forgettable i also feel like they picked her to win for the drama because of of derek of course and like alexis should have won that challenge sure not gonna disagree um i'm 100 percent okay with blair st Clair. why don't you guys like blair st Clair in this Uh, season you brought it up i never said anything bad about blair stephanie Stephanie, i apologize i'm the hater I, I agree. I think Blake St. Clair is funny. I think she's beautiful. Um, I just, these young queens, like, very, maybe she'll prove me wrong. Maybe I'm just being an asshole, but I feel like the queens who are not at least 25 by, I don't know, episode six or seven. Yes, yeah, Stephanie, but answer me this. If um, All Star season six had Gigi good, you would be thrilled. I don't know. I'm not a Gigi fan. Be, for the same reason. Oh, all right. Never mind then. I thought <laughs> I, I really got I, you. Like, exact, I thought I trapped you. Oh, no, no, no. I have the exact critique about her. I think she's stunning. I think she does great looks and, like, she's good at everything else. Uh, I, I'm just not interested because she like, does, doesn't seem to have a point of view yet. Okay, so, uh, let's talk about point of view. Uh, let's talk about the judging. Uh, Ricky Martin was uh, on the entire episode. Uh. What did you think of Mr. She Bangs? 
I I was thrilled. I couldn't. I love him. I will always love him. And I can't wait to be at a wedding or a dance party or something. And live in La Vida Loca comes mm-hmm. on. Like that is life. Like anywhere I am when I hear that song, I'm thrilled. And I thought he was, do you know, making funny jokes. You know, not, not funny. He was trying to make some jokes. He looked good. He was engaged. She knew the rules. I think he was happy to be there. Mm-hmm. I it was exciting. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about the other future guests at the end of this show. Uh, Stephanie, did you wait? Did Stephanie like Ricky Martin? That's what I want to know. I did. Well, yeah. So Lisa grew up loving that music. If I'm not mistaken, you're not mistaken. I, (laughs) I hated it. Uh, no surprise there, but I've, I've come around for whatever reason. Um, and yeah, I agree. I think Ricky Martin was great. I was just rewatching uh, part of the episode to prepare for this. And when he told Alexis Mateo that all of her ancestors were on stage with her, I almost cried. Um, he did great. Okay, so I um, remember yeah. Ricky Martin more from General Hospital. What? Yeah, Ricky Martin was in General Hospital in like 1994. And huh. um, I-, I used to watch General Hospital around then because uh my mom watched it but more importantly the girl i had a crush on watched it so i'm very familiar with ricky martin post menudo pre live in la vida loca and uh i remember the storyline and if i'm correct i think his character dies of aids and like he was the first person to like die of aids in like a daytime soap opera huh yeah i had no idea this happened i'm looking it up to like make sure (laughs) That I'm not insane. But yeah, it was uh he was really good in it. Anyways, uh Evie Oddly was our lip sync assassin. Brand new that rule. Bitch killed it. Exactly. She killed it. When I think of Livin' La Vida Loco, I do not think of Evie Oddly. I couldn't think of a worse song for Evie Oddly. I couldn't think of a better performer than Evie Oddly. I completely forgot about why she, she won so well. until I saw that performance. Yes. And it's just like, oh yeah, clearly she's the best. You know what? I um, yeah, I completely forgot. I how agree fun with she that. Was. Okay, so Lisa. Because I didn't really care for her. Like, not that's not true. But when she won, like, I don't think I really was that excited for her or Brooklyn. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. so I just didn't care. And sure. then, yeah, you're right. Watching this performance, I was like, damn. Yeah. So um, do you like the new rule? I, the su- Once you see it in action, super duper simple to understand. To d- hear it described is incredibly confusing. It's so, so crazy. <laughs> Lisa, do you like the rule where in each episode they bring in a lip sync assassin, somebody that's not competing to win anything or gets a cash prize? I Yes, I love it. I love it. I love seeing other queens. I'm new to the drag race world. So like the more I like seeing them all, I want to see it all. I'm thrilled. Stephanie, you are more familiar. Is there any queen from past seasons that you would like to see as a limp sync assassin? Oh, I have some opinions on who I'd like oh, to I'm see. Oh, I'm sorry, Lisa. I, Kennedy Lisa, Lisa, think no, about, no, no, no. Lisa, think about who I you're going to say. Stephanie, please, yeah. if, do you have anyone in mind of who you'd like to see? Kennedy Davenport. Because it'd be good. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, Lisa. Oh, you think somebody bad? Yeah, yeah. I want to see somebody that never was challenged. Lisa, do you have any ideas? The first Coco Montrese, mm-hmm. right? That's how you, um, I think she came to mind. I'm trying to think who just lip sync so good. I have to. I don't know. Fuck. I acted so like. I still have opinions, but <laughs> I got two. Now I'm. Lost. Oh, Tatiana would be great. Tatiana would be very good. 
I have giant question marks. I want to see kimchi. Kimchi was one of the only people ever to go through her entire season without ever having a lip sync. And but that's not what they're doing, though. I feel like you have to, oh, maybe Bob. Exactly. They could be lip sync assassins that we just don't know about. They're giant question marks. Interesting. And I'd really like to I see mean, Alaska Trinity do Taylor's one. I mean, Trinity Taylor is really good. Yeah, but like good is good. Most of these people are very, very good. I want to see the people we've never seen do it because they were never challenged. Okay, yeah. <laughs> uh, is there anything That's that you're looking forward to in this season of Drag Race? Stephanie, let's start with you. Um, I mean, I do love it when the rules get suspended. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I want to see what, I mean, the, Drag Race All-Stars has become known for bringing the queens back mm-hmm. um, in new ways every season so i'm intrigued to see what they'll do with that lisa is there anything you're looking forward to um no not really and i'm watching four at the same time right now so that's really fun i don't know all stars four yeah okay i guess i just like how they all there is a different vibe between Mm -hmm. all stars and this and i like it i like that they're all friends and love each other and i like them lip syncing for their legacy mm-hmm. <laughs> instead of home. Oh uh, yeah. I don't have anything specific. Um, do, wait, do you know any of the other people that are coming to judge? Exactly. That's what I'm looking forward to. I like a lot of the judges this season. I like Nicole Byer a lot. I like, uh, and, I didn't know it was going to be her. I think she, is she, oh, your... she was getting recognized at the, uh, Oh yeah. At the March. For yeah. sure. Is she your times. friend, Lisa? I think you guys are friends, right? She is my friend. Yeah. Okay. So I like her a lot, and uh, that's clearly relevant because she's your friend and all that good stuff. But even maybe even more relevant for when we're recording this right now, Sam Richardson is going to be one of the wow. guest judges. And, wow, wow, wow. Uh, right before we started recording this, uh, Sam Richardson, along with probably a dozen uh, other um, uh, black performers of the Second City, essentially – uh, sent a list of demands because the second city is in some hot water for institutional racism forever. And um, the letter is very interesting and I recommend you read it. Uh, in fact, I'll just, I'll just include the tweet uh, that Sam Richardson tweeted out. Lisa, have you seen this tweet? Well, I've seen Dwayne Perkins tweets okay. and he wrote a thing and I, I was, um, I thought like Dwayne Perkins brought them down. I was like dancing in my living room mm-hmm. Um, but he's, I assumed more people, I saw Peter Cam. I did not see Sam Richardson. Yeah. And I do want to just, um, shout out that Nicole Byers book came out very fat, very brave. Um, this week, a lot of people are getting like, if you pre-ordered, you're getting it. So So, just wanted to give her a shout out for her book. I'm sure this is the thing that's going to move the dial on that book. So thank you once again, Lisa, for that. Um, Stephanie, Stephanie, did you see the letter or follow uh, anything that's been going on with second city the last few days? No, I have no idea what you're talking about. I've been oh, the last few days. I yeah. I thought it just happened. Uh, no. The I've, Sam I've Richardson thing is that like in know. the last two hours, but the, the what Lisa was referring to uh, was the last few days. So Lisa, I'll talk to you about this. Well, Stephanie, just Nicole find this Byers' thing. book. Yeah, talk. Well, you read Nicole Byers' book. No, when you, just, if you're if you're willing, uh, please okay. read Sam Richardson's letter. While I, I found the letter. Yeah, great. I'm op- yeah, I opened the letter. Got it. Uh, Lisa. You are a stand-up. Did you ever do improv? Um, I took like a couple classes mm-hmm. and then um, 
found stand up and never really went back. Yeah. I performed it up and I would like, you know, see someone had a show, but no, I didn't. I was not in the system in a way. No. Then why were you so pleased the other day when you were reading Perkins's? Uh, because I've heard of this shit forever. Okay. I've heard of like people being mistreated there and how fucked up it was for so long mm -hmm. that it was just gratifying in that way. Two, they're not really paying perform like they're not they're not a good business. <laughs> they're yeah. like a scam. And I did go to one of the like black or like multicultural shows. You know, they are I just had seen it for years and heard about it for years. Got so it. that was why. But when you performed it up, did you? For the people that don't know, up is uh, Second City Stand Up Club in Chicago. Did you notice the same type of things you heard about when it came to the main stage? No, because we were so lucky. JB um, was in charge of up, and so and she was incredible. And I think, I mean, I can't speak for Black people if they notice something or if something happened to them. But like, I thought JB did an incredible job with her lineups and really matched features with headliners and brought in a big array of different people mm -hmm. and i think a lot of people that are black loved performing there and i i think i don't yeah i do um but they fired jb and did her wrong and like stole her lineups and instead are like put the owner's wife's improv show there they didn't want stand-ups there uh, okay um but then would steal her lineup so on a personal note i wasn't gonna bring up but they fucked over my girl jb so i've i've hated them because of that too Stephanie, you dealt with them. Uh, yep. Uh, oh, apparently, I think you're going to agree with Lisa based on that positive up reaction you just had. Um, uh, did you have a similar experience uh, with Second City? Yeah, I, I also I took one in our I took a few different writing sessions, and as soon as I started stand up, uh, stopped going in the middle of the session. And then, but you also uh, dealt with so them. You also I dealt like with them from a producer standpoint. I, I worked with JB, who ah. is amazing. Um, and yeah, again, I, I can't speak to the experiences that any black comics had, but uh, as far as I know, he was a great person. And I can attest to everything that Lisa is saying about her removal from that position. It was fucked up, and I hate them. Okay, cool. Party. Um, so the, I'm glad that we Party. Talked, I'm, I'm glad that we talked about all this stuff because <laughs> when I think of Drag Race, when I watch Drag Race, this is how I think of it, how I view it. It's not, uh, you're not watching a simple TV show and that's it. It literally relates to every facet of life. And sure, it only relates to every facet of life because I want it to, but it has the ability to do No, that. it does. I mean, they all have like such varied life experiences mm -hmm. and they're open and honest and vulnerable about them. Um, I like that they're up front and call each other out and they also like love each other and they're talented on so many levels. Like just being who you truly fully are when the world doesn't want you to be is just like a big state. Like it's the most political thing you can do. All that it being is kind said, of amazing how many times uh, on Drag Race someone will force a conversation to be had because that doesn't happen in real life. People don't like constantly address the elephant in the room. Mm -hmm. Okay, so we said all the positive. Wait, things. I wanted. Oh, oh but please, please, also, please. like not only just Second City, but like I was um, talking to a few of my friends. And I'm like, I can't wait for people to fucking topple. Like the Bon Appetit person just oh, stepped God, down. Yeah, Reformation, Bando. Stop, 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 stop. Fuck he these stepped people. down. What 
Yeah. The, um, yeah. Someone just wrote, wow, that happened fast. I was just, it was just on my tw- with Twitter. An hour he ago. He had not said, Jesus Christ. Yeah. He said, I, um, I did bad shit. So I'm going to leave and they can move forward in a better way or something like that. Fuck. Whoa. I'm just like, I, you know, I, I am part of the problem, but it's just like black people have been saying <laughs> what's been happening to them. And now it's just like, yeah you're gonna lose your you about to lose your job i don't know if you guys watched that video online did you no i there was a video i had no it wasn't a bone appetit it was definitely not a bone appetit sorry Sorry, it was like a woman (laughs) no it was a woman who got um arrested and and someone taped her going you about like uh, you about to lose your to job cop, to a cop. You oh. about to, and within de- like immediately there was a music video made, and the music video is incredible. It's like a remix, and then um, her sister um, started a page, and basically this woman um, is homeless at the moment and addicted to drugs, and they they're taking care of her kids. So she's like, "Hey, we made this music video. Like you guys have been prof like." You've been enjoying her. Will you guys Venmo her? So now they're raising money for her. And it's like proof of a situation why a cop shouldn't have been sent to her. But yeah, it's this amazing music video stuff. You have to watch it. There it is. And it's and it's going to be the tagline of the fucking season. Like so, Z- Zyway tweeted too, like companies are shaking in their boots because black people are about to say exactly what's been happening to them at all of these jobs. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> it's uh, It's an interesting time to be alive. It's cool. It is great. And, you know, I had some Twitter scandal. So I, you know, I said fucked up shit. So people are like, why would you be cheering for people being canceled? I'm like, this isn't that. This is like evil racist bosses that like would not listen at all to people when they like the shit Second City did has been fucked. 